Welcome to episode 8 of the Real Talk Podcast. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to the Real Talk Podcast. My name is Stephen Kilgore, and this is our weekly addition to the Revive Church Podcast, which by the way, if you have not subscribed to the Revive Church Podcast, you can go to iTunes right now and do that. Look for our logo. It says Revive. It has a purple background. So you can get some encouragement from our weekend services at Revive Church in Arlington, Texas. But this is the Real Talk Podcast, where we take the weekend message from Revive Church, we kind of break it apart, and we invest a little bit more time into it to talk about how we can apply it to our lives. And this past Sunday, we started a brand new learning series that I called He Said, She Said. And I got this concept from reading through my one-year Bible. I started a, a version Bible uh, Bible app uh, reading plan where I was going through the Bible in one year and I'm like 12 months behind already and it's only February. But anyway, um, so I was reading through Genesis 3 when Adam and Eve had sinned. They had eaten from the, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, the forbidden fruit. And again, this is all in the message from pa- the past Sunday. But I noticed that when God was intervening in talking to them about what they had done wrong, the Bible says that God said one thing and then the Bible says that the man said, he said, this. And then God would come back and then the woman would say, she said. And so I kind of got this concept in my head of how in our relationships, our communication is so important. And a lot of times when I listen to couples tell me about their marriages, the things that are going wrong and, and how they're dealing with issues, it's a lot of he said, she said. And I think that communication is a rooted issue and it's it's a foundational issue that we've got to get better at. We've got to learn how to communicate in our relationships. And this, all, this whole series is also not just for married couples, but it's for people who are dating, people who who are uh, working on a job? You have a relationship with your coworkers. You have a relationship with the the attendant, uh, you know, at Chick Fil A that takes your order. You have a relationship, whether it's short term or long term. We've got to learn how to communicate in our relationships. So this past week was our first week on He Said, She Said, and we took a look at Genesis one, two, and three. Like I said, where we saw the very first married couple, Adam and Eve, sin by eating a piece of fruit that God said, "Don't eat." We talked about how Eve was deceived by the devil when he told her that the fruit would make her like God. Uh, And there's a principle that we learned Sunday that exists in uh, different variations uh, within different cultures. Some people call this karma, but the principle is really simple. We learned that whatever we sow is what we reap. And when we sow into people that we're in a relationship with, the main way that we're sowing is through what we say. And so we, we said that we've got to be careful about what we say, and we've got to learn that when we say things, we're sowing some seed into people's lives, emotional seed into people's lives when we speak to them. So let's get into some real talk today. If we're really going to put this into practice, then we have to, uh, first thing, we have to stop talking so much, and we have to start listening. Now, I'm not good at this. I'm a redhead. I'm a bulldozer when it comes to conversation. I love to bulldoze conversations. It's just natural for me. In fact, when I get into conversations with other redheads, it's very difficult for either of us to get a word out because we're we're talking over each other constantly. Also why I have a podcast, because I love talking. But uh, we have to really, if we want to have healthy relationships, we've got to start talking less and listening more. James one twenty two in the Bible says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. And James is talking to his church and he's saying, hey, don't just listen to what the Bible say and put it into practice. Well, let me give you Stephen one twenty two. Listen more than you talk. 
Listen more than you talk because it's when you really listen to somebody that you start to train yourself to hear cues in the conversation where weeds have gone have grown. Uh, I was sharing this story today with somebody um, when my mom was uh, diagnosed with cancer. She was going through chemotherapy and a lot of things. And if you've ever had a family member or a friend who has gone through that, you understand it. It takes a toll on your mind, your body, your spirit. I mean, it, it just takes a toll. And so one day I went to visit her while she was at home. And we were having a conversation, and she just started breaking down crying, and she said, uh, Stephen, do you think that, well, she named somebody, she said, do you think that so-and-so was right when they said that uh, this is happening because, and she gave me a scenario. Uh, and basically, she had allowed somebody to speak weeds into her life. She had heard somebody say that because she did something that they didn't believe was right, and it it was not a sin or anything, but she had done something uh, that was right, it was right, but they said it wasn't, that God was punishing her, that she was cursed, and that's why she had cancer. And man, I'll tell you what, that hurt me so badly to hear that someone had sowed weeds into my mom's life and convinced her that she was being punished by God because of something she did wrong. And then I immediately, I started speaking seeds. I started telling her, Mom, no way. God is not mad at you. You didn't do anything wrong. There, You did not sin against anybody. It is okay. You are just under attack. This is something that you're dealing with. And, you know, it was hard on her, but she had believed a lie. And man, for the next 10 minutes, all I did was just uproot some weeds and speak life back into her. And I remember when she eventually passed away about, a year or two later, uh, I remember that the day after she died, my pastor called me and he just started speaking seeds into my life before anybody could speak weeds. And he let me talk and he let me talk about how hurt I was. And and even though, you know, I know sometimes it's, it's not easy to know what the right things to say, for some reason he just did. And he told me some things that really encouraged me even in one of the darkest hours of my life. And I appreciate that so much, especially if he's listening right now. I appreciate that because I'll tell you what, after she passed away, he was the, one of the first voices that spoke seeds into my life. And he said some great things, some biblical truths and some encouraging things. And if he hadn't done that, then I may have, because it was a vulnerable place for me, I may have listened to some people who were speaking weeds into my life because there were some people who said some dumb things. They gave some dumb reasons for why my mom had to die. And I'll tell you what, I'm so glad that he spoke seeds because it helped me prevent the weeds in my life. You know, another thing to remember is make sure you listen completely before you answer or before you're speaking to somebody. Before you're going to speak seed into somebody's lives, sometimes you, you need to listen completely. Proverbs 18, 13 says, He who answers a matter before he hears it, it's folly and shame to him. I have a very wise friend who taught me a very valuable lesson about this. He was preaching at, uh, I think it was a church, I don't remember the specifics, but they were praying for people at the end of the service, and he told me, he said he learned his lesson from this, but uh, unfortunately he had a young girl came to him and said, I need prayer, and she started to kind of share with him what she wanted prayer about, but he didn't listen fully to her story and what was going on, and so he just started praying for her, and he told me this, he, he said, if I had listened to her, then I would have found out that she was in an abusive relationship. She didn't just want prayer. She wanted a way out. She wanted help. And because he didn't listen to her, she was still in that relationship, still being abused. 
And he told me, he said, before you pray for anybody, before you're, you're speaking to somebody, be sure you listen completely to what's going on. Make sure you get all the information because while your intent is to help them, you may sow a seed that they don't necessarily need to hear. They, they may need to hear some truth, but you're trying to give them what you think is love and you can't have truth without love. Let me tell you that. But you may just be, you know, praying for encouragement, but they need something a lot deeper. They need a way out. They need a solution to a problem. So be sure that you're listening fully and completely. And before I end this episode, I want to talk to the people who feel like maybe right now you don't have anybody to speak into your life. Maybe you don't have anybody who's encouraging you. Maybe, you know, you are in a lot of short-term relationships, but you don't have that one person who can just speak seeds into your life. Or or maybe you're like me. You've been through seasons or you're in a season right now where you don't feel like you're vulnerable enough to tell people what you need to hear. That's so important. If you want to hear something, you got to be vulnerable. But sometimes we're just not in that place. Or maybe you're like me too, and you're just having a really crappy day, and there's no one around to give you what you need. You don't have anybody encouraging you today, and your boss is on your back, and Starbucks got your order wrong, and and everything just seems to be going wrong today, and you don't have anybody to talk to you and tell you what you need to hear. I do want to give you some encouragement. Well, I want you to give your yourself some encouragement. Uh, 1 Samuel 36 is what I want to talk to you about. It says, And David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, and every man for his sons and for his daughters. And, and it says at the end, But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. So here's what's going on in, in this uh, book of the Bible. David and his army of men had gone to a city called Ziklag, and unfortunately, before they got there, the uh, there's a people called the Amalekites. They came out of nowhere, ravaged the city, burned down the city, and kidnapped his wife and his kids and all these army men's wives and children, took them away. And when these guys arrived, man, they were ready to kill David because David let this happen. He was the leader, and he was having a really bad day, really crappy day. But the Bible says that he had to encourage himself in the Lord. Let me, let me tell you something. Sometimes, I, I wish I didn't have to say this, but sometimes you're not going to have that person there to encourage you. And there's two ways that you can be encouraged. The first one is listen for the voice of the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit speak some life into you. But the second way, if you're not vulnerable enough and you're not allowing God to speak to you, your only other option is you got to talk to yourself and you got to encourage yourself. You got to tell yourself, I have the mind of Christ. I am loved by God. I'm a child of God. Things are going to go my way. Yeah, this is a crappy day, but I'm coming out on top. I'm going to do what it takes to get through this. God has blessed me. God loves for me. God, God cares for me. I'm better than this. I'm getting rid of my attitude. Yes, you have to encourage yourself. Sometimes when people aren't around and they have the words that you need, sometimes you just got to speak to yourself. Sometimes you got to look in the mirror and say, this is the way it is and encourage yourself. Well, next Sunday, we're going to continue in this series, He Said, She Said. I hope you got something out of the first message. This second one is going to be even better, man. I love the subject matter that we're going to talk about, uh, and I don't have a title for it yet, but I can't wait to share it with our church and with our podcast listeners, man. It's going to be so good. It's going to help you. Well, before I let you go, I would love for you to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already and share it with other people. Share it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. 
Instagram. And while you're on those big three, follow me, find me. My name is Stephen Kilgore, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-K-I-L-G-O-R-E. You can follow me, and I love to put some encouraging things. I love to engage our listeners as well and, and hear from you what you need out of this podcast and if it's helping you and what you look forward to in the future. Well, before I go, I just want to remind you again, let me tell you something. When it comes to Jesus in our lives, we should never be afraid of some real talk. We'll see you next week.